0: Welcome to the Diversity at Work podcast, where we unpack what it's really going to take to close the gender gap in the workplace. Here is your host, leadership coach and diversity consultant, Andrea Jansen. Episode is sponsored by Duckish Natural Skincare. I am super excited that they have jumped on board to sponsor the show because I actually know Carolyn Crew, the founder, personally. A couple of years ago, before there was a Reignite Your Ambition coaching program, before there was a workshop, before there was an ambitious everyday journal, I had an idea for an exercise to help people get clear on what drives their ambition so that they could set goals, feel fulfilled, and have something to strive for. So before I could do that, I actually had a group of entrepreneurs that I knew, and I asked them if I could test the exercise on them. So I asked Carolyn, what is the something that you're striving for? What drives your ambition? What motivates you to get up every day and go to work? And she said, two percent. And I didn't really expect an answer like that. And I asked her to explain. And she said that only 2% of women entrepreneurs actually reach a million dollars in annual revenue in their businesses. And that is what motivated her to start Duckish Natural Skincare. They have lotion sticks, lip balm, baby products and bath products. They're really innovative. And my favorite product is their lotion stick. It looks like deodorant, but it's actually lotion. So you just rub it on your legs, you rub it on your arms, your hands, your face. You can even use it as a lip balm. And I love it because it's solid. And when I travel, I can keep it in my carry on and I don't need to worry about having too much liquid to get through security. And for all of the Diversity at Work listeners, Duckish is offering you 15% off of your order. So you need to head to duckish.ca, that is D-U-C-K-I-S-H dot C-A and enter the promo code diversity at work at checkout and you will get 15% off of your order. The way I see it is that if you need to buy lotion anyways, Might as well buy it from a women-owned business so that you can do your part to close the gender gap. They ship to the U.S. and Canada. So head to duckish.ca and enter the promo code DIVERSITYATWORK and you will get 15% off. Hello and welcome to the Diversity at Work podcast. I am your host, Andrea Jansen, and this is episode 24. And today, we're gonna be talking about why it's important to get crystal clear on your goals so that you can get other people to help you achieve them. So that means getting sponsors, that means finding other people that are inspired by you to kind of join you on this journey, join to join you on this path to achieving something. So I want to take you back to the definition of ambition because I'm all about ambition. So it is the desire to achieve something that typically requires determination and hard work. And where a lot of people get stuck and where a lot of people get disengaged at work and feel like they aren't ambitious or they don't want to look for that next step or they don't want to keep going. They don't want to strive for more because they're overwhelmed, because they're tired. What gets in the way is that people don't know what that something is. And when you don't know what that something is, all of that determination, all of that hard work is just not worth it. So you're not going to do the work. So you don't get ahead and you don't achieve your goal and you don't move forward. Back on episode 22, I talked about how journaling helped me to get really clear on what my goals were and how I was able to use them to fuel my ambition, both personally and professionally, because it was really important for me to stay motivated as an entrepreneur, to stay focused, but also have goals outside of my business. So I talked about on that episode what I did to start fueling my personal ambition again, because I had neglected that over the summer months. So you can go back and listen to that if you wanna get some more help and get really clear on what drives your ambition so that you can set those goals. And the simplest way to set goals and get clear is to really figure out your something is and get really comfortable with those words that define ambition to you and really set goals that align with your ambition. And I walked you through how I do that on episode 23. So I the main thing from that episode was that goal setting is really a process and you don't need to have it figured out right now, but the process of getting started, of writing them down, of getting curious, of starting to take action will help you figure out what they are. The idea is that if you write down the goal, when you see it on paper, or if you see it on your computer on a screen, that will help you know whether that's the right goal or not. And even if you write it down, even if it's the wrong goal and you start taking action, you will start to feel that it may not be the right direction. And that's okay because going down the wrong path for a little bit, writing down the wrong goal will actually get you closer to the right goal. So getting clear on where you're going, this is the opportunity for you. It's the idea that you can feel fulfilled professionally. You can have an exciting career. You can get that promotion. You can get a raise. You can feel less overwhelmed. And these are all great things. So this is the opportunity for you if you get really clear on what drives your ambition and where you're headed both personally and professionally. And today I'm talking about why this is important because it allows you to get other people on board with your goals. So this September, when this episode is coming out, it has been one year since I started the Reignite Your Ambition group coaching program. It is for women who are ready to take action and move their careers forward and really figure out what their part can be in closing the gender gap. And I don't know about you, but I have gone to tons of women's conferences. I've seen lots of panel discussions and a lot of the conversation is really similar. They talk a lot about getting over your fear, believing in yourself and putting yourself out there. And these are absolutely true. This is really, really great advice. If you want to get ahead, if you want to have a successful career, you do need to do all of these things. And when I went to coaching school, so I've actually trained in executive coaching, they taught us some techniques to help people deal with us. And they're actually evidence-based, which is really cool. But I actually started Reignite Your Mission for another reason, because getting over your fear, believing in yourself, having those big goals, it just isn't enough. The World Economic Forum tracks the gender gap in the workplace, and they started tracking this in 2006. And the last time they released a report was 2018. It usually comes out in December. And today in Canada, the gender gap in the workplace is 25% it is 22% in the US. So that means women make 25% less money and have 25% less opportunities than men. And that is 22% in the US. And the kicker for me on this is that in the past 12 years here in Canada, we have progressed at 1.8%. Not 1.8% every year, 1.8% over 12 years. It's crazy, right? Like, I'm not okay with this. And I don't know about what if you are, but that means that our daughters, so the next generation of women, when they enter the workplace in 10, 12, 15 years, it's not going to be much different than it is today. So they will still have 25% less opportunities than men and they will make 25% less money. So my point Believing in yourself and conquering your fear is absolutely important. But if we want systemic change, if we want the workplace to be better for women, if we want to see equality in our lifetime, we need to do something different. And this is the reason that I have academic level research and studies and articles that I share in my course, because I know this is what it's really going to take to close the gender gap in the workplace. And we talk about things like sponsorship because there is evidence that says that is the best way forward. Things like embracing corporate politics and acknowledging that decisions in businesses happen outside of formal processes like performance reviews and job descriptions and all those things. And The thing about this is that university level researchers have been studying this for years, and we know a lot of the things that companies have already tried, and we know the things that work because of the diligence that these researchers put in tracking. But nobody really talks about this at work. So there's actually a gap between when researchers discover something and when businesses actually put it into place. And the main reason is that researchers don't always talk to businesses. So they go to different conferences and they just don't see each other and they're both working towards these goals, but they're not sharing their learnings along the way. So this is the reason that I actually hired Dr. Allison Byrne to help me with this course. She is a researcher on gender and leadership, and this is her expertise. She's been published in Leadership Quarterly. She's been published in Harvard Business Review, and she studies this every single day. So she keeps me up to speed on what is going on in the academic space, and she actually spends a whole unit with us in the course because I really believe that knowledge is power, and I feel like this is the way that my clients can be super strategic in their careers, get ahead for themselves, and also hold the door open for other people because this is really what it's gonna take for us to see systemic change in the workplace so that we can see equality in our lifetime at work. And people that go in my program have some pretty cool things happen to them. So I wanted to share a few of those things. So some women in my program have been able to influence the senior leadership teams at their companies so that both men and women are taking action towards closing the gender gap. So it's not just women talking about the gender gap with other people. So these women are having conversations with their male bosses, they're having conversations with other females in their company about why change needs to happen from the top and why women just talking to other women about the gender gap is not enough to create systemic change. People that have taken my program are really becoming diversity champions themselves. So they're really bringing on board, they're becoming those leaders, they're getting curious, they're asking questions, they're taking action themselves, and people are noticing, they're joining the conversation, they're getting curious, both men and women, all levels of organization, and it's creating a movement to create systemic change. So it's not just about them taking action for themselves, they are taking action and it's bringing other people along. People really understand that if we want to see systemic change, and systemic change means that for the next generation of women, so people like my daughter, who today is five, when they graduate from university and start working, they will have equal opportunities to do whatever they want in the workplace. So those are some of the things that have been happening on a bigger scale. But personally, a lot of my clients have seen some pretty amazing things happen. So quite a few of them have been able to get double digit raises. So they're able to negotiate for a higher salary for themselves. People are getting promotions. People are bringing in really big deals for their company. One of my clients got a couple job offers and these two companies were almost fighting over it because she felt so confident. She really was clear on where she was going and they really liked that in her. They saw those that as leadership potential and they really wanted to have her on their team one person went from not being engaged at all in their job. I remember on the first meeting, they said they were just looking at spreadsheets all day long, and now they're being groomed for a management position. It's kind of crazy that all of this has happened over the past year because when I created this program, I didn't actually set tangible goals for my clients. I let them set the goals themselves. I just ask them the questions and hold them accountable to put something out there and come up with a plan to achieve them. And it's really cool to watch this happen because these results are things I couldn't actually have even imagined for them. They created these for themselves. So this really is the power of getting clear on what drives your ambition and overcoming what gets in the way, and having a clear plan forward. So what does this mean for you? Why should you have goals? Why should you get clear on your ambition? And why should you take action for yourself and for the generation of women that's coming up behind us? So I have five tips for you today. So number one is having goals helps you to be strategic on where you are going. If you don't know where you are going, you will never get there. Yes, absolutely. It's going to take work, but having goals that are aligned to your ambitions, remember that definition of ambition. It means that desire to achieve something that typically requires determination and hard work. When you have a goal that's aligned to your ambition, all of that hard work is worth it because you're going to be feeling fulfilled. You're going to be feeling happy. You're going to be getting results and that will Fuel your ambition to keep moving forward. You'll want to go to work. You'll want to take on those extra things because you're going to feel happy. So that's number one. Number two is other people will be attracted to you. So when you are clear on where you are going, people will want to follow you. They will want to be around you because it's inspiring to see somebody strive for something. And that fulfillment that you're getting for yourself, other people will see it and they will want it for themselves as well. So you'll be inspiring other people to have goals and really get clear on where they're going and help them to find that fulfillment because you're doing it and you're modeling the way. So number three Is when you achieve a goal for yourself, you can hold the door open for somebody that's behind you. So, I talked about negotiating for a raise, which is a very simple one, but I'm going to tell you how that opens the door for somebody else. So, we know that there is a 25% gap in the workplace for men and women, depending on the pay, it might be different depending on your industry, but there definitely are gaps in most industries and when you negotiate for yourself it actually starts that conversation and opens the door for other people to negotiate behind them it also sets the precedent that you know what the manager is open to negotiation or maybe through this negotiation process your manager or HR or someone involved in approving your raise because usually if at a big company there's a lot of people that need to sign on that they will have the opportunity to get curious and really look at what other people are making. And when people start being curious, then they uncover these things and then they wanna take action to fix it. So just by doing something for yourself, you're actually holding the door open for other people behind you. So that is one example. Um, Number four, is when you know where you're going, you can see the barriers. And so there are always barriers that are gonna get in the way. And if you're a woman, that means there are more barriers than there are for men. These systemic barriers like unconscious bias, I have other episodes about this. Go back to the beginning. I talk about a lot um, these a lot at the in the first couple episodes of this podcast. But when you see that barrier, for example, the politics, if you're talking to your manager about being promoted and it's just not happening, you know what? When you embrace the politics, when you know that's what you want, you can take a step back and look in my organization. Maybe my name manager is not the decision maker. Maybe I need to take a step back and look at who are the people that can influence this decision. Does that make sense? So I will give you an example for myself because this one can be a little bit hard to unpack because it's complicated. Politics are complicated. Organizations are complicated. Decisions, how decisions are made in organizations is really complicated. So here's an example um, from myself personally. So I really want to help large organizations get more women into leadership positions. And I know the biggest impact will happen when I have senior leaders on board with this direction. If I'm just talking to women alone I can still have an impact because I can influence them and then they can influence their company. But if I can get the CEO or the leadership, the senior leadership team on board that this is important, things happen a lot faster. The barrier here for me is that I don't have a lot of CEOs in my network and this is a big barrier. So for me to be able to overcome it, so for me to be able to really go and do this, I need to just recognize that it is there, but I need a strategy to overcome it. So what I do is I look at my current network and I'm really strategic about who can help me make those connections. And if I wasn't clear on this goal, if I wasn't clear on the goal of helping big companies and in order to really, truly have an impact on big companies, I need to start with the top and I need to get the senior leadership team on board. If I wasn't crystal clear on that goal, I wouldn't know to start talking with the top and I would probably have quit a long time ago, because it's a lot of work. It's really hard work. And if I kept just talking to the wrong people and not being strategic about it, I don't think I would get any wins. I wouldn't feel like it's possible. I wouldn't feel like I'm moving towards my goal. And I probably would have quit because all of this hard work would not have been worth it. But because I have this plan, and because I have this evidence that I know that Dr. Allison Byrne has shared with me, how organizations make decisions, I know it's going to work so I can keep going and it's actually exciting. So that's number four. When you know where you're going, you can anticipate the barriers and you can come up with a plan to get over them. So number five, you know I talk about sponsorship a lot. Being clear on your goals and taking action towards them regularly will help you find a sponsor because People higher up in your organization are looking for people that they can sponsor. They are looking for people that have potential that they can help bring them to the next level because here is the deal sponsors, a good sponsor, someone that's more senior than you, that is going places, that has those connections, they don't want to align themselves with somebody who is coasting along. So they are looking for people that are goal-oriented. They are looking for people that have potential, that want to get ahead, so they can align themselves with them. Does that make sense? So for you, if you can claim your goals, say them out loud, and just start taking action towards them so that people can see you and notice you, they will want to help you out. So that is number five. So I'm just going to review all five. So number one, having a goal helps you to be strategic on where you're going. Number two, other people will be attracted to you. People will want to follow you. People will be inspired by you. Number three, when you have a goal for yourself, you hold the door open for other people to achieve those goals as well. When Number four, when you know where you're going, you can anticipate barriers. And when you can anticipate the barriers, you can have a plan to get over them. And number five, my favorite one, it can help you find a sponsor because sponsorship is one of the things that has been proven to work in closing the gender gap in the workplace. There's lots of research about that. And that's why I'm so excited about this one, number five. So I know you're thinking, Andrea, this all sounds great, but is taking the time to invest in myself really going to pay off, right? Because it is a lot of work. I'm not saying that this is easy. It is a lot of work. Um, so I want to say absolutely it can. I know absolutely it's made a difference for me. It's made a difference for a lot of my clients and a lot of people that listen to my podcast because I've gotten that feedback from them. But this is something that you really need to decide for yourself. What would it feel like if you felt fulfilled? What would it feel like if you were a role model? What would it feel like to be striving for something to be making a difference every day with your career? And really you need to decide if it's worth the work, if it's worth investing in yourself to really think about that potential that there is for yourself. Okay, so I know a lot of people get stuck on this idea that you need to know what your goals are before you get started. And I know you might think I'm a broken record, but goal setting and having a plan, it's a process. And just by getting started, just by writing down your goals, even if it's the wrong one, will help you figure out what the right ones are. And don't get overwhelmed by them, just get started. And the key is to get them out of your head. Just having goals in your head is not gonna help you to move forward. So the first thing that you need to do is get them out of your head and that will start the process. And as you get it out of your head and you start writing them down, as you start taking action, you might realize that's the wrong direction, but that's a good thing because that will get you closer to the right direction. So another thing that i've had people talk to me about is that their company is not going to like the result if they get really clear on where they want to go if they really look inside themselves to see what drives my my ambition and where do i want to go some people have told me they're like, the company's not going to like this. And I want to flip that on its head because this is an assumption that people make that, you know what, the company doesn't want me to be fulfilled because you know what, I might outgrow my role or I might want to look for something more and the company wants me to keep doing what I'm doing and that's going to cause a problem. But I want to flip it on its head because the company wants to maximize your potential. They are paying you to be there every day. They want the most out of you and if you can feel fulfilled you'll be more productive you will contribute more and if it means finding a different role for you if it means kind of giving you more to take on giving you less to take on that is actually a good thing because at the end of the day you're going to be contributing more to your company and that's what your company wants another thing that people get really hung up on is committing to one direction and thinking that, you know what, I'm like, I want to keep my options open. So I'm not going to start. But the thing is, you can always change directions. And like I said before, once you get started, if that is the wrong direction, that's okay. Just do a small shift and then find the right direction. But you're not going to know what the right direction is if you don't get started. So another thing that holds people back from really getting clear on where they're going, setting the goals, those goals, and taking action is the idea that I'm too busy. I'm too busy to focus on myself when I have more time, when this project is done. But the thing is, having clear goals will actually help you to be less busy because when you are clear on where you are going, all of the things that are not important will become clear as well. So you will be able to take that busy work off of your plate because you know where you're headed and you can be really strategic about the things that you take on and the things that you take off. So another thing I want to talk about is corporate leadership training because a lot of people get stuck behind the idea that you know what? I need to follow all of this corporate leadership training because that's what the company has available, that's what the plan is, that's what my boss is telling me to do, and absolutely corporate leadership training courses are amazing. Sign up for as many as you can, and I have to say a lot of my clients sign up for, you know, every single thing that's available to them, which is great. You can never invest too much in yourself. You can never learn too much. There's always opportunity to learn more. But the cool thing about setting goals, figuring out what drives your ambition, it actually really enhances that corporate leadership training that you might be doing because it helps you to make it personal and it helps you to implement what you're learning because getting really clear on where you're going, getting really clear on those barriers that are going to come up when you need to take that action, when you need to apply all of that content that they're teaching you in those training programs, really understanding how that applies to you makes it more powerful and will actually help you to get more results out of that corporate training. So another thing I want to talk about is getting a new job people have told me a lot that you know what they're like oh you know what I don't need to set a new goal because I just got a new job I achieved it but I want to tell you when you get a new job or when you start a new position when you just get promoted that is actually the best time to get really clear on what you're striving for and have a plan moving forward because if you don't it's easy to get overwhelmed and you will get stuck in the grind. There'll be so much going on. You can easily get overwhelmed. And there's evidence, I know I bring up evidence a lot, that says the first 90 days in a new job are literally the predictor of your success in that organization. So why you should take some time now in your brand new job to figure out what are those things that are going to fulfill you? What are the things that drive your ambition? And find ways in your brand new job to fulfill your ambition every single day and have a plan on where you wanna go in this organization, where this job fits in your big picture. So I think that is really important and getting the job is literally just the beginning. So if this sounds like something that you wanna do, if you feel like you're ready to take action, if you're ready to be a diversity champion, if you're ready to be that role model, this is what is possible for you you can become more influential in your company you can become a thought leader you can bring out the best in yourself and you can help bring out the best in others but the most important thing by investing in yourself being more ambitious yourself is you are literally doing your part to close the gender gap When you make that decision to be a part of the solution, your world will change significantly. You'll be able to see opportunities for yourself. You'll be opening doors for yourself. You'll be holding those doors open for other people. You will get more exposure. You will get more money. And most of all, you will feel more fulfilled and you'll want to move forward and you'll feel ambitious every single day. And the cherry on top is by doing this for yourself, you are literally making a difference for the next generation of women. So if you are ready to get started, if you're curious about learning more, the registration for the fall cohort of Reignite Your Ambition is opening up on Monday, September 9th. So watch my website for details. It is andreajansen.com and you can sign up there. I only run this program three times a year because it's a group program and we do the coaching together. So now is a really great time to think about whether this is something that you want to do and whether or not you want to take the plunge and invest in yourself this fall and get crystal clear on where you're going and have that plan in place to get yourself there build your influence, and make things happen for yourself in your organization. And if you are really ready to go today, right now, if you want to just get started by getting clear on your goals, figuring out really what drives your ambition... I have a free journal that you can download online. It's a PDF and you get it at andreajansen.com forward slash journal. And this is actually the first exercise in the reignite your ambition coaching program that I take everybody through to help you get crystal clear on what that something is. And there's also goal setting exercises that takes you through nine days of journaling prompts that will help you get started on figuring out what your goals are. So you got to head to andreajansen.com forward slash journal to get yours today. And I like to give everybody an action. So something that they can do within 24 hours after they learn something new. So I would love it if you could download the journal. But if not, I want you to just start getting curious about what your something is and start writing these things down. Because putting pen to paper is very, very powerful, and it gets all of these things out of your head. So I want you to take a pen, grab a piece of paper, get the journal if you can, and just start writing down what your goals are. Start writing down what that something is that drives your ambition. So thank you so much for listening, and I will talk to you next week hey if you're still listening to the podcast if you've made it this far i would probably assume that you're getting some value out of these weekly podcasts and i would like to ask you a favor if you could take a minute to give me a review on itunes so click on the podcast give me some comments give me some feedback because that helps spread the word about the Diversity at Work podcast, and it helps to build more diversity champions and get people learning, get people curious about what it's really going to take to close the gender gap. And after you've done that, if you still have some time, you could take a screenshot of the podcast and post it in your social media. That can help spread the word as well. Thank you so much.